Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Just Sports Podcast, where we only talk sports. I'm your host, Will. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the third episode of the Just Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Will. Very excited about today's show. Today, we'll be giving our weekly NFL Week 5 picks. And if we have enough time, we will go in and look at some of the most intriguing college football matchups Coming up this weekend, it's just me today, so let's get started, shall we? We have the NFL Week 5 picks coming up first. Let's talk about last week. Last week, we went 9-6 and six on my picks, one of our worst weeks so far, but we're still over 500, but there's definitely room for improvements in that department, I think. So um, let's get started, shall we? Thursday night football, 8.20 p.m. from Soldier Field. In Chicago, it's the Chicago Bears taking on Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bears 3-1 and one coming off the loss to the Indianapolis Colts at home. Buccaneers also 3-1 and one coming off the victory against the Los Angeles Chargers. In this game, I do like the Buccaneers in this game. I don't know who's going to be starting, whether it's Nick Foles or Mitch Trubisky. Nick Foles obviously has had a rough he had a rough start last week against Indianapolis. He was given the bid, and he did not look like starting quarterback out there. So it could be either of those guys, but I still like the Buccaneers. Obviously, the Bears' defense is very good, but Tom Brady is a very experienced quarterback. I think he'll be able to dissect that defense enough, and they'll score enough points. I don't think the Bears' offense is good enough, honestly, to keep up with his Buccaneers' team. So I'm going to have to go with the Buccaneers. And then I think the rest of the season will be very interesting to look at and see who the Bears start at quarterback. Personally, I like Mitch Trubisky more than Nick Foles. I thought Trubisky was playing fine, honestly, before they put Foles in. And I Foles, I don't think he just has that level to him to be a week-in, week-out starter in the NFL. So I have the Buccaneers in this one. Sunday, October 11th at 1 o'clock on Fox, the Atlanta Falcons hosting the Carolina Panthers. Carolina Two wins in a row, so they're kind of one of the hotter teams in the NFL right now. Teddy Bridgewater's playing very nicely without his biggest weapon, Christian McCaffrey, which has been very impressive. Mike Davis has stepped up very nicely in that run game in the void of Christian McCaffrey. Robbie Anderson has had a very nice receiving season as well. Atlanta, obviously, still winless coming off the Monday night football loss to the very good Green Bay Packers, I must say. I think... I go, I'm going with the Panthers in this game. I think with the Panthers winning this game, Dan Quinn might be fired if Atlanta does not win this game. I don't know. I'm just guessing that if they lose this game, that Dan Quinn would be fired. This is obviously a very talented Atlanta team. And sure, you can look in the secondary, and they have been riddled by injuries this entire season. But they still have one of the best offenses in the league. And going 0-5 with one of the best offenses offenses in the league is just not acceptable in the NFL. And I think Dan Quinn would be out of a job, honestly, if they lose this game on Sunday, which I think they will. On CBS, the Tennessee Titans hosting the Buffalo Bills. There is a lot of controversy around this game, whether it will happen due to the COVID. Tennessee Titans players have contracted COVID. And there's also some controversy around the breaking news that the Tennessee Titans have reportedly been holding illegal workouts 
during their COVID outbreak, they broke the rules and they apparently had workouts during they when they had COVID, when they were in quarantine. So there have been speculation that they might have to forfeit this game to the Bills. Either way, if this game is played, I'll take the Bills anyway. Josh Allen is having an MVP season. I think he will keep rolling. He has all he has a great weapon in Stephon Diggs. They have been on the same page all season. One of the best duos so far in the NFL. And Tennessee coming off, you know, the bye week, the quarantine week, whatever you want to call it. I don't think they'll be ready. That I don't think that defense will be ready to stop Josh Allen. I think Buffalo continues their undefeated season. Give me Buffalo in that one. Kansas City Chiefs, the undefeated Kansas City Chiefs, coming off a very impressive Sunday night football win over the New England Patriots. Some people say, you know, it's not as impressive since Cam Newton was not in there. But if you ask me, any win over the best coach in the NFL, Bill Belichick, is a very impressive win. And they host the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Keep the Chiefs undefeated in this one. I just think... I think that the Chiefs' defense will be able to contain Josh Jacobs. You know, Josh Jacobs hasn't had the best last two games, and I don't think he'll get it going against the Chiefs' defense, and I think Josh Jacobs is the difference maker for this Raiders team. When he plays good, their team plays good. He's the difference maker for this Raiders team. I don't think he'll be able to get it going against a very good Chiefs' defense. So give me the Chiefs. They remain undefeated in that one. The New York Jets hosting the Arizona Cardinals. Jets still looking for that first win. And the Cardinals, they have dropped their last two games after starting 2-0. and Many people believe that they were overhyped at the start of the season. I know I certainly hyped them up a lot. Um, I still think they're very good. Kyler Murray has been playing pretty good so far. They just haven't been winning these games. You saw against Carolina, they couldn't get any offense going in the first half, and then in the second half, they did, but it was just too late to win that game. But I think they bounced back against a very bad Jets team. For the Jets, Sam Darnold is not the problem. I think Sam Darnold is their franchise quarterback, is Adam Gase. And I think, you know, if they lose this game, I think Adam Gase will be fired very, very soon. So it'll be interesting to see what happens to New York. But give me Arizona in that game. The Pittsburgh Steelers hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. Steelers, of course, coming off the bye since they were scheduled to play Tennessee. The COVID outbreak happened, so they're coming off a bye week, they're calling it. Hosting Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia coming off a very impressive Sunday night football win over San Francisco. I think it was very impressive. People will say, you know, San Francisco was, you know, depleted. They had all these injuries. But Nick Mullins is still a very good quarterback. He's shown that. He's... I think he's he's done for a couple 300-yard games in his couple starts that he's had. And the Eagles contained him in that offense. Obviously, George Kittle went off, but I, George Kittle's the best tight end in the league, so what can you do about it? And, um, you know, you see the injuries to the defense, but it's still a very, very good defense, and Kyle Shanahan is a genius. But I like the Steelers in this one. Give me the Steelers. Eagles, I think they're kind of turning around now. I think they'll have some momentum after the 49ers win. But give me the Steelers. I think the Steelers' defense will be too much for, you know, still struggling Carson Wentz. I think they'll overwhelm him. And give me the Steelers in that game. Next up, we have the Washington football team hosting the Los Angeles Rams. 
I like the Rams in this one. I think it goes without saying, you know, the Washington football team reported they are starting their backup, Kyle Allen, in this game. I don't understand. Dwayne Haskins has played perfectly fine. He's played, actually, I think, above expectations. He played really good last week, considering he was going up against the Ravens, and he was missing his best and, quite frankly, only weapon in Terry McLaurin, and he put up respectable numbers. I don't understand this. I don't know what Ron Rivera in Washington was doing down there, benching Dwayne Haskins, but without him, I don't think Kyle Allen can produce against a good Rams defense, so give me the Rams in this game. The Baltimore Ravens hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. Baltimore coming off the bounce-back win over the Washington football team. Bengals coming off Joe Burrow's first-ever NFL win against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm going to take the Ravens in this one. I think Joe Burrow will play well against a good Ravens defense. I think he'll impress people with that. But I think Lamar will also have a very nice game. I think he'll carve up that Bengals defense. And I just think Baltimore will score more points. I think they'll get a couple of turnovers off a young Joe Burrow. So I think give me the Ravens in this one. Last 1 o'clock game, we have the winless Houston Texans hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars. Obviously, Texans fired Bill O'Brien. They have a new interim coach there. Give me the Texans in this one. First game without Bill O'Brien. I think they win. I think they'd win this game with Bill O'Brien, but without him, I like them even more. So give me the Texans in this one. First game without Bill O'Brien. I think they'll get the victory. 405 on Sunday, San Francisco 49ers hosting the Miami Dolphins. San Francisco coming off the disappointing, I must say, Sunday night football loss to the Eagles. Hosting the Dolphins. Give me 49ers in this one. Fitzpatrick has been playing quite nice for the Dolphins. But I think the 49ers defense will be able to contain him. And I think Nick Mullins will have a nice bounce back game. I think 49ers take this one. 425, Cleveland Browns coming off a very impressive win over the Dallas Cowboys. Hosting the Indianapolis Colts. Colts have one of the most underrated defenses in the NFL this season, they have been playing extremely good on the defensive side of the ball. We know the offense hasn't been amazing, but defense wins championships, and the Colts' defense has been playing very nice. I'm not saying the Colts are a championship contender, but their defense is up there as one of the best in the NFL this season. Um, Cleveland, obviously, their offense has been firing in all cylinders, but they will be missing Nick Chubb. I think that will be a big, big loss against this Colts' team. Give me the Colts in this one. Dallas Cowboys hosting the New York Giants. Dallas obviously coming off a loss to Cleveland. Give me a bounce back win for the Cowboys. The Giants offense is just too lackluster without Saquon Barkley to do anything against. They can, okay. Without Saquon Barkley, they cannot keep up with Dallas. I would say if they had Saquon, I think this would be a much closer game because Quite frankly, that Dallas Cowboys defense is horrific this season. I don't know why. they. You look up and down the roster, and they have stars on that defense, but they have been horrific this season. But with just Daniel Jones back there, I don't see the Giants scoring enough points to keep it close against a very good Dallas offense going up against a bad New York Giants defense. So give me Dallas. But I think the Giants will put up quite a few points against a very bad Dallas defense. New England Patriots hosting the Denver Broncos. There is a bit of intrigue whether or not Cam Newton will start this game. 
and it would be interesting if he is not able to go due to his COVID concerns. It would be interesting. Brian Hoyer obviously did not play that well against the Chiefs, but I think you need to give him this, some slack. I don't think the one of his fumbles was completely his fault. He was blindsided. It was bad blocking, and the Chiefs' defense is very good, but he did not play good. And then Jared Stidham, on one, I think it was his first throw of the night, he threw a pick. It was called back, but still. I don't like Stidham that much. I don't like Hoyer that much. So I think it'd be really interesting to see who got the start. Regardless, I think they'll win this game. Drew Locke is out. The New England has a very good defense. Even without Stephon Gilmore, if he'll play, I think the Patriots still have a very good defense. So give me the Patriots, but in a low-scoring game. Sunday Night Football on NBC. The Seattle Seahawks hosting the Minnesota Vikings. Seattle, obviously one of the best teams in the NFL. This season, Russell Wilson putting up MVP numbers. They're looking to continue their undefeated run here. Uh, Give me Seattle. Vikings defense has been quite bad this season, although they played pretty good against Houston, but that was a Bill O'Brien led Houston, you must say. So give me Seattle in this one. I think Russell Wilson will carve up the Minnesota defense. And I think, you know, he'll continue to put up MVP numbers, especially in this one. Give me Seattle in that one. Monday Night Football, the New Orleans Saints hosting the Los Angeles Chargers. The Saints coming off the win against the Lions, comeback win. They were down 14 nothing. came back and won. It was a high-scoring game. Saints offense proved that they are still very, very elite with Breeze and Kamara. Thomas might be back for this game. That would be a big addition for the Saints. But the Chargers are looking like a very good team. I know they lost to the Buccaneers, but they hung in there. They hung in there against a very good Buccaneers team. Justin Herbert is their future quarterback. He has looked extremely good in their first couple of games that he has played for them. But I think it's a similar situation as last week. Justin Herbert on the road against an Good, good NFC South team, a loaded NFC South offense, and a very experienced quarterback in Drew Brees. And I just think that that experience will come in late in the game like it did last week when Tom Brady went off for five touchdowns against the Chargers. I think that will be the difference. It's a very similar game to last week, so give me the Saints again in this one, just as I picked the Buccaneers a week ago. So that's the Week 5 picks for this season, for this week. My mistake there. So we are going to go and look into college football. It's our first time looking into college football on the show. It has been a very, very, very interesting season this far in college football. A lot of upsets so far, some disappointing teams, and now the Big Ten and Pac-12 are starting very soon. So that will definitely make it even more interesting. So we're looking at this week, and we have some very intriguing games. On Saturday at noon from College Station, Texas, the number 21 Texas A&M Aggies hosting the number four four, Florida Gators. You look at this game, Texas A&M coming off the loss to Bama, Florida coming off a very nice win. Many people have Florida on upset watch. And I just don't think that is to be the case. Florida has one of the best offenses in the league. And you look at their defense, it looks as if they traded offense for defense this season. Their defense has not looked very good. 
Obviously, against Ole Miss, Ole Miss tore their defense apart. It was just Florida's offense that won them that game. And then you saw South Carolina scored quite a few points against a Florida defense that is supposedly supposed to be really good. And quite frankly, they're just not. That this Florida offense might be the best offense in the SEC. Kyle Trask has been going off. Kyle Pitts has six receiving touchdowns in two games. Six receiving touchdowns in eight quarters played of football. That is insane. He is a Heisman contender. I think they had him at eight in the Heisman rankings this week. I think Trask was number three, I think. So that offense is very good, very explosive. And I just don't see Florida being on upset watch this week. I just don't think Texas A&M Texas and Kellen Mond can keep up with that Florida offense. I don't think they can stop that Florida offense. So, yeah, I like Florida in this one. And then you have number eight. North Carolina Tar Heels hosting the number 19 Virginia Tech Hokies. I like North Carolina in this one. I like Sam Howell, obviously one of the best quarterbacks in the country. And I think North Carolina's offense will overpower Virginia Tech. I'm not a huge fan of Virginia Tech this season, and I do like North Carolina. I think they will be contenders out there in the ACC for sure against Clemson. Obviously, Miami also looks very good. We'll talk about them later. I like North Carolina in this one. You have the 17th-ranked LSU Tigers hosting Missouri. At the beginning of the season, I saw all these things saying that LSU is a contender out there in the SEC, and I did not buy it for one second. They lost, I think, every single starter on the offensive side of the ball, every single one from their championship-winning season, and they lost a ton of defensive players as well. Obviously, you look at the defense, they have Derek Stingley Jr., Still a very good defense, or is it? Against Mississippi State, I get it. Mississippi State, Mike Leach, KJ Gostello. Mike Leach is famous for airing out the ball. But to allow 600-plus yards is unacceptable against a supposedly elite defense. Oh, yeah, and the offense is not nearly as good as last season. Miles Brennan, people are talking about, oh, yeah, Miles Brennan can come in and fill the shoes of Joe Burrow and be good enough for them to contend. Well, he's not, especially with the defense playing as poorly as they are. Honestly, I would have LSU on upset watch this week. Honestly, I would have them on upset watch every single week because simply they're not that good this season. All right, moving on now. Oklahoma, the Red River showdown. Oklahoma taking on number 22, Texas. This game is obviously not as hyped up as it was the last couple of years. You know, the last couple of years, both teams were ranked. Only Texas is ranked. Oklahoma 1-2, and two, and they have looked very bad at the start of the season. And then you have Texas coming off the loss to TCU, a very obviously disappointing loss for Texas. But I do like Texas in this game for Oklahoma. Spencer Rattler is not ready to play in these big games yet, and he has shown that with multiple late-game interceptions in those close games that they've gotten upsetted in. He's thrown multiple late-game interceptions. That was something that Baker, Kyler, and Jalen would not do. People are talking about Spencer being a Heisman candidate and being on the level of those guys. He's not. He's not there yet. He's not. You would think he would be, though, because he had a season to watch and learn from Jalen Hurts, which is something that neither of the last three Oklahoma quarterbacks had. But he just hasn't shown that. He has looked like a freshman out there who just got there. 
He has not looked – I mean, obviously he's thrown for a ton of yards and touchdowns, but he hasn't been good enough to win these games. He's made mistakes that have cost them the game, and with an elite team, you can't do that. And obviously Oklahoma's defense, as usual, is not very good. And Texas's offense is extremely good, but Texas' defense isn't very good either. I, I think it'll be a high-scoring shootout, but I do like Sam Ellinger a lot more than I like Spencer Rattler. Obviously, Ellinger makes these mistakes too, but Ellinger, I think, has a bit more weapons around him, and I do like the Texas defense a little bit more, just a little bit. They're both really bad, but I do like the Texas defense a little bit more than Oklahoma's defense. So give me Texas in this game. At 3.30 on Saturday, you have some more SEC football. Number three, Georgia Bulldogs, home of the best, one of, no, one of the best defenses in college football, hosting number 14, the Tennessee Volunteers. People have Georgia on upset watch. I don't see that happening. I do like Tennessee. I really respect what they've done there to turn that program around, and I think they're a very good team this year. But come on, Georgia is on another level. Their defense is on another level. Tennessee's offense will not be able to move the ball that great against this insane defense. And that Georgia offense, after you know a disappointing week one, they looked good last week against a good Auburn defense. They moved the ball. They scored points against a very good Auburn defense. Georgia destroyed Auburn. And Auburn is a lot better than Tennessee. So to say Georgia is on upset watch this week is a little bit disrespectful. I do not see Tennessee winning this game. I think it's Georgia easily. Let's keep moving here. 13 Auburn hosting Arkansas. Arkansas, obviously, with the impressive win against Mississippi State last week. Felipe Franks looked quite nice in his first game with the Razorbacks. Auburn, obviously, coming off the disappointing loss against Georgia where they got absolutely manhandled. They could not move the ball, but... I must give credit to Georgia, like I just said. They're one of the best defenses in the country. But this Auburn offense also has a ton of weapons. Bo Nix is one of the best quarterbacks in the SEC, and they just couldn't get it done. But I think they bounce back this week. I like them against Arkansas. I think the defense will step up against Felipe Franks. And I do like Auburn in this game. Ole Miss hosting Nick Saban's Alabama team. I've heard rumors of Alabama being on upset watch just because of how potent Ole Miss's offense is. They do have a very good offense, but the Ole Miss defense might be the worst in the SEC. And Alabama's offense is very good. Mac Jones has looked very good in his first couple games. He's obviously no Tua, but he's still a very good quarterback down there in Alabama. And they have Najee Harris, Demonte Smith. He has all these weapons around him to play with. And Alabama, I think, will cruise in this game. They'll score a ton of points against a very bad Ole Miss defense. The game of the week for me, number one, Clemson hosting the number seven, Miami, or the U, Miami. Clemson, Trevor Lawrence having a very nice season. They have a good weapon there in Travis Etienne as well, and obviously that defense is very good as well. Dabo Sweeney is a great coach. But they are on upset watch. I will say that Clemson is 100% on upset watch this week. Miami is great. They are a great team. 
Derek King. People forget what he did at Houston. He put up 50-plus touchdowns in a season at Houston until he got injured. And then he came to Miami. And now he has looked very good. He has shown flashes of his earlier explosive self. He's not there yet. He's not at his Houston level yet. But he is playing very, very nicely. Better than any of the previous Miami quarterbacks in the last couple of years. And Miami's defense has looked quite good as well. They're going to need that against a very good Clemson offense on Saturday. Listen, I definitely have Clemson on upset. Watch Clemson. Obviously, they have one of the longest, I think, the longest winning streak in college football. But I think they're on upset watch. One of the longest home winning streaks in college football. They're on upset watch on Saturday just because of De'Ara King. He will be the difference if he can be explosive, if he can attack Clemson on the ground and through the air so Clemson can't focus on one aspect of his game, I think Miami can score enough points to upset Clemson. And if they do, if Miami beats Clemson, I think Miami should be ranked number one in the country if they win that game. Listen. Miami, they beat Louisville. Louisville is a very underrated team. If they beat the number one team in college football, Clemson, on the road, I think there's no doubt that Miami is the number one team in the country. And I think if they beat Clemson, they will be college. I think they're college football contenders right now. If they beat Clemson, I think they'll be, they will have a extremely high percentage to make the college football playoff. I do like that Miami team. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this week's podcast, I always enjoy doing them. I really enjoy it. Uh, let me know what you guys think, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. I just want to thank you for listening, and uh, don't forget to tune in every week. Thanks.